Welcome to Demystification, a bi-weekly podcast produced by the NC State Graduate School that looks to pull back the curtain on graduate education at NC State and beyond. Join me, Peter Harries, Dean of the Graduate School, as I talk with current graduate students, university administrators, faculty and alumni about their why, their research, and their own graduate journey. In our next few episodes, we specifically focus on our international student population and how these students have been able to successfully navigate their NC State experience. Ray Abiono is an experienced international lawyer with a focus on international trade, regulatory compliance, governance, as well as cybersecurity. He hails from Nigeria and is currently a graduate student within NC State's International Studies program which is housed within our College of Humanities and Social Sciences. Let's listen in on our conversation. Good morning, Raymond Abiona. It's so nice to have you here with us to record this episode of Demystification. And, you know, great to have a master's student in international studies as part of um, our series. And first of all, we'd just like to have you tell us a bit more about yourself. You know, where did you come from? What are your circumstances? How did you end up at NC State? And so, yeah, I'd love to know more about that. Okay. Uh, good morning, and it's nice meeting you as well and being here to participate in this conversation. My name is Raymond Abiono. I'm from Nigeria and a graduate student, as you said, at the MIS program, which is International Studies. So I'm um, going back. I had my growing up in Nigeria. I lived about two kilometers north of Lagos, which is Ibadan. It's a large city, big city. And I had my undergrad degree in the same city. And I studied law for undergraduate degrees. And I was also called to the Nigerian bar a year after I graduated from the undergrad. So over the years, over like the past seven years, I've been into law practice as, as a litigation of officer. Then also myself and my cousin came up with our law firm which we started branching into the commercial and business aspects of law. And over over the years, I worked with several companies, both foreign companies and um, local Nigerian companies. And we, what we try to do is make, um, make business easy for people coming to Nigeria or people in Nigeria as well. Then I also branched into environmental practice. Um, I also branched into small startup businesses and all. So I was like all over the place and... After doing that for like six, seven years, I knew I had to like focus on um, trade largely. And for me to do that, I needed the networks, connections, and also um, the skills needed to do that and take it into a larger scale and a broader scale. And so I realized I needed to um, have a graduate degree. And so I did my research and narrowed it down to the faculties, the coursework, and what it could do for me as an individual and for my community at large. And I found myself in NC State, where I am about to graduate from my master's in international studies. And I specialize in international trade and commerce, which is what I've been doing for the past <laughs> six, seven years. Yeah, and you sort of talked about, uh, about it a little bit. I'd like to talk to you a bit more. You know, you were obviously a successful lawyer mm-hmm. and, you know, making the decision to come back to graduate school must have been a big one, you know, after 
what you say, seven years of having your own company, like saying, oh, I need to go back and I need a graduate degree. So can you tell us a little bit more about the thought process behind that? Like why as a successful lawyer did you, you know, really make that move back to school? Okay. Um, so um, it, it has to do with two things, where I was, my state of mind then, and where I wanted to be. So um, I, I give all uh, appreciation to the education I got in Nigeria, which obviously prepared me for where I am right now. But, but at that stage, I, I was doing things more with international clients trying to come into Nigeria to do business. And also, I could see that I, I wanted to move out of the box, in, in quotation, where I was then into something bigger than just what I was doing then. So I, need, I knew I needed a, a platform, a larger platform, which would prepare me for what I was doing and where I wanted to be. And so in, in that sense, it was an easy decision, but a difficult one at, at the same time, because it was like 2014 to 2021, that large gap, as you said, trying to prepare myself mentally. But I knew my goal, so I knew I had to do it, and I'm glad I, I made the decision. And, and what was the hardest element of the transition for you you know, back into school, especially graduate school, and not mm -hmm. only that, but also moving countries and cultures and so on. Oh, boy. <laughs> that has to definitely have to be my first semester. <laughs> because I think for everyone, I think that would be like the toughest, especially international students having to move where there's no family, no, no friends. At that stage, there was no friends, no family. And yeah, and also having to left um, school graduate academics for, for so long long period. And there were times in my, um, what's it called, in my first semester where it was overwhelming. I'll be honest, it was overwhelming. But I had to like look for ways in which I had to cope and go through that process. Yeah, and did COVID make that more challenging? Just in the sense, I mean, you must have arrived yes, when, when everything went. was pretty much through Zoom and so on. So, so luckily I arrived when it was in person. So it was, well, we had to wear face mask. It was 2021 where we had to, yeah. And, you know, what research did you, you talked a little bit about, you, you decided that NC State was the place based on the faculty and so on. Mm -hmm. Were there other things that, that said to you, you know, NC State is an institution where I think I can thrive and, and you know, hopefully be happy and, and you know, get the education that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so for me, um, for me, when I, when I want to choose a school, I, I go for two major um, attributes. First is the um, course and faculty, which basically NC State and lots of schools actually take. But the second aspect is um, the preparation for leadership in local and global communities, which was very, very important to me. And that was what I realized when I was reaching out to different schools and faculties and did my own personal research, because the um, exchange programs, study abroad programs at NC State um, is into. And for me, being an international student, trying to come into international trade space, I knew how to like focus and come to a school which gives me that leverage and opportunity to, to widen my horizon. And also I got admitted into four different schools, but I chose this one because of those reasons I said earlier. You know, you've entered into graduate school. Like, what's the most important thing you've learned so far? Uh, just one. Well, you can give more. <laughs> oh. You have more. Okay. okay. Uh, the most important thing would be... So, so my, my, my mindset before coming here was to, like, 
focus on just one thing, just like own my skills in just one particular like box myself. But coming into graduate school year, I've realized that I could be so many things at the same time and function optimally in those different things. For example, I could be I can be a great researcher, I can be a great um, presenter, I can um, do an analysis, I can communicate and work within a team. Those, those, those different attributes of life generally, which is just not based on my particular field, but could use that, that knowledge and appreciation of those things into larger areas. So that's, <laughs> that's great. Right. What was the what was the biggest challenge that you faced, and how did you overcome it? Okay, um, so the biggest challenge was <laughs> plentiful. So when I came, I had like a reaction to uh, maybe the food, weather, things like that. Then also settling in, I had no friends then. Then also schoolwork, um, graduate um, assistantship expectations, my coursework, because I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to like impress myself again. Because I wanted to show I could make it in graduate school. I was trying to read everything word by line, line by line by line, all this. So I was wasting a lot of time and energy. But the way I overcame them was, one, I had more connections and personal um, interactions with faculty members. I always met the professors and lecturers, and I will be like, what are your expectations for these courses? What do you think we should do? And what, what do you want us to do? Yeah, then I could narrow things down. Then I also spoke out, spoke with my... Um, Colleagues in class, we had study groups, we hung out um, different things, both in library and outside of school. Then I also um, looked for people from my community, my country, and even other West African uh, African countries here. So we had like um, networks and relationships and things like that. So it was basically about speaking out and um, being in a, in a community and networks of like-minded people. Yeah. yeah, so talking a little bit about the network you built with, you know, people from Nigeria and also, you know, more generally from West Africa, how, how did you go about doing that? Um, so before I came here, I, I used social media. I was went to LinkedIn, look for people in the school who are Nigerians or Africans. I, I looked at the African Student Union before I even came here. Then when I came I, I'm, luckily, I, during the orientation, I was sorry, Nigerian in the orientation, and I messaged him privately and introduced me to the larger group. And from there, we was just it just went off from there. Yeah. So pretty organic and, oh, organic. and natural and, and easy. I mean, relatively easy to do. It sounds yeah, like yes, but, but but it was also deliberate at the same time. Too. Yeah, yeah. You need to be have a plan to mm. try to yes. integrate yourself into mm. it. Okay. Um, what do you do to? you know, unwind and relax. You know, you've listed all these things that have been stressors, right? Like, so how do you, how do you take care of yourself? No, uh, I, that's a very good, <laughs> that's a very good element because, um, so for me, I, I like taking walks to, to the, to the lake and there are lots of lakes around here where you could just go clear your head, look at nature, enjoy the scenery and, and things like that. Then also I like hanging out mostly weekends, maybe um, bi-weekly or maybe monthly just anger with friends speak nothing about academics <laughs> just go on wine and things like that yeah and can you tell us a little bit more about your research you know what are you studying and you know what do you think the most important outcome of that research will be okay so um as i said earlier my master's in international studies i'm specializing in international trade and commerce so what's my research is also ties down to what my career goal is, my profession is, um, is that over the past two decades, the trade relationship between the United States and Africa at large has declined. 
and other international actors are taking over the affairs of trade between yeah, those two continents or two regions in that sense. So what I'm trying to do now is to bridge the gap and come up with like a counterbalance into those relationships because I know the benefits from both regions because obviously I'm, I'm here, I'm from there. <laughs> so so that's, that's what I'm trying to do and that's what I've been doing through my internships as well. I've had two different internships with trade organizations and export organizations here in the United States. So I'm trying to facilitate and coordinate trade relationship between those two places. Yeah. yeah, you think you'll, I mean, do you have a better sense now as to how to do that? I mean, do you think, well, I put more succinctly, okay. can the trade relationships, do you think, between Nigeria or Western Africa and the mm -hmm. U.S. be increased and, and promote better engagement? Um, de definitely, definitely. And that's where people like myself come, in, <laughs> come into place because uh, I've seen things from both places, from both, so I think I, it, it is and we're working towards that and hopefully in the next three, five, ten years we'll have similar conversations again and, and see what the change uh, has been. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So what's next for you, Raymond? Um, you know, how are you going back to Nigeria and, and, you know, putting all those pieces that you have so far in your career together to create something that's you know much more holistic and and broad ranging, or or is something else in store? Okay, uh, so for me, the, the immediate, immediate plan would be graduate soon, have my OPT, but at the same time, my my vision is to have my OPT in a, in an organization which would make me further these plans of mine, and I've built network over the past two internships I've had, and I've placed myself in those places in those spaces right now. So the long term goal for me. The medium-term goal and the long-term goal would be to shuffle between those two places, not full-time in either of those places. Nigeria moved between Nigeria and also the United States, build on those networks, connections, build further ones, and make things work. That sounds you know, great. Just I'm just going to give a little translation to folks who don't know what OPT is. That's oh, okay. optional practical training and, yes. and is the opportunity for international students to put their skills and knowledge to work to improve U.S. companies. Yeah, you. you know, thinking about your time here, what advice would you give to other international students and maybe specifically Nigerian students in terms of pursuing a graduate degree and also a graduate degree at NC State? Um, so I, I would, the first advice I would give is to know what you want to do, what you want to achieve, um, so after you, you know that and you've narrowed that down, be deliberate, speak out to um, faculty members and also students who are already on ground. And when, once you come, don't just keep to yourself, make friends, make connections with non-Nigerians as well, other international students, other students everywhere you, you are. And also try to take advantage of either CPT or OPT and yeah, just build your network, build yourself and the best will happen, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Um, the final question that we tend to end with is, you know, it sounds like you, you've been very deliberate, at least from what I could tell, throughout mm -hmm. your career. You've really figured out, like, where you want to go and how to get there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, would you have any advice if you could go, you know, back to the 12-year-old Raymond, you know, based on what you've experienced now that you would, you know, I don't know if Ray that Raymond would listen to you, but like, <laughs> what would you tell? You know, what would you tell your earlier self? Uh, so I, I know the twelve-year-old Raymond will be 
Or edit, <laughs> might not listen, but yeah. <laughs> but well, so, so what, what I'll say is uh, first, I'll, I'll tell you I wish you came to NC State earlier. Because <laughs> 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 then, aside from that, well, we're glad to have you now. Okay, yeah, we would have taken you. you earlier as well. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Uh, so, I would say make connections as early as possible, meet people as early as possible, and um. Have fun as well. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, Raymond, I just want to thank you so much for taking your time to come speak to us. I think you have a great story, and it'd be great to share with, with you know with other prospective students out there. I have one last question that I realize I didn't ask you. Okay. How was your graduate education funded? Um, okay, so I thank you for that important question. I had a graduate assistantship from the program, the MIS program, which was based on their requirements. I met the requirements of, of, of that, so I came here. and I'm, It made a lot of things e easier for me as well, having that funding for the graduate school. And I know there are lots of opportunities in different programs incoming students might want to explore as well. Well, thanks for that too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, be well and take care and good luck with your upcoming completion and graduation. Yeah, thank you so much. It's a pleasure being here as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. We hope you've enjoyed these specific episodes focused on our international graduate student population here at NC State. Please continue to tune in as we bring you the unique stories of our graduate students and those that have successfully navigated graduate school. Be well. <laughs>